This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Well, hello once again, everyone. Debbie Frapp here. Hello, Terry. Hello, Debbie Frapp. And once again, we're in the studio together. together. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounded like a uh, it high sounded like a sorority, sorority quote. Ooh, okay, forgive us for that one of us. No, neither one of us were members of sorority. Not that there's a problem not with that. Or bad. It's just, uh, it's just not us. Well, we are excited to be back in the studio and. We've got an interesting topic today, and we're going to really just kind of flow with this one. Um, and it's stillness matters. Mm-hmm. Both and something we both have ooh. battled with, sometimes still battle. We with, still battle with for myself. Yeah. Well, and stillness matters. And you know, the one thing that that comes up too for me, Terry, is that you know, um, in in teaching fierce conversations, one of the one of the principles of that is let silence do the heavy lifting. And mm-hmm. so as we think about this stillness matters, even in our conversations, oftentimes we're not still. And what would it mean if we actually embraced the stillness? Like when was the last time that we just kind of stopped yeah. and took things in? And the power of that in, in our world today well, one of the things that I think we really want to kind of focus on for this is um, the idea that you got from a study. Mm-hmm. And um, so talk about this. Uh, well, it is it, the idea was called consumption fatigue. Woo. And this came from, I absolutely want to give him credit, Levi Lusco, um, who is a pastor. And he just finished a book called I Declare War. And... Debbie, what we were talking about or what he was talking about last weekend was honestly just kind of the, um, it just kind of topped off everything that I've been hearing um, in coaching and consulting. And, you know, you get towards the end of the year Mm. and you can't get clear enough. Yeah. To look yeah. into the new year. Yeah. To, and to move forward. To move forward. To yeah. even move forward. And he really kind of talked a little bit about paralysis. And mm. he talked um, about how we're not separating ourselves from things that we are told to do or we mm-hmm. think we should do. And be purposefully silent so that we can let our, our own brain speak to us. Yeah. You know, when you and I were talking about this, and it's the analogy or the metaphor that that came to mind mm. for me, it's, you know, sponges are designed to absorb. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you put a sponge in a sink full of water, it can't absorb all of the water. Mm-mm. It just can't. Now, maybe if you went down to the depths of the ocean, but even when we have sponges in the ocean, it can't absorb the ocean. Oh, we There's can just no way. we can just stop the call right there because well, <laughs> that visual gave us enough. <laughs> Yet it's our brains are the same way, right? Mm-hmm. And and so this idea of being still, this idea of being a little bit more purposeful is basically like wringing out the sponge, making a decision. Because when we're in that consumption fatigue, like with the sponge, we don't even know what to keep. That's right. We don't even know what to get rid of, and that's what paralyzes us. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to move forward because we're so saturated mm-hmm. with the 
the messages we give ourselves, well, I should do this. And if I was a good whatever, fill in the blank, I would be doing this. And we put all these things on us. And then our brains become so saturated. We're like that. It's like that sponge in the sink. It can't absorb it. And so it just sits there. Well, and just to define stillness, um, in fact, you and I are looking at a book right now mm-hmm. called the still called stillness is the key by Ryan holiday. Yep. And he does define stillness and he says stillness is not about inactivity. Nope. And how many of us feel like we've got to be busy all the time? Uh, And then uh, what uh, is the definition of busy? And even when we're cleaning house or mm -hmm. working on our car or mowing the lawn, we've got to have something in our ear feeding our brain. Why is it that we think that? What what story, as my coach might say to me, you know, what pattern, what narrative Mm -hmm is causing Mm -hmm. you to bring that forward about everything. So just because we can't define what stillness really is and our brain absolutely needs it is kind of what brought up this today because we're seeing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because what happens is when we are cleaning house and let's say we're listening um, to music or you're doing a lot, whatever that, you know, the, the way that you describe that, what happens is that we're not being present in that moment of what we're doing. Like Mm -hmm. what if we were to just embrace cleaning the house? And as we were going through that had moments of gratitude that we had a house to clean that we had, you know, so a lot of times this busyness that, and we've got input. I'm going to, I'm going to just geek out for just a moment in the way that our brains take in information. Mm-hmm. And we get about 2 million bits of data coming in our brains per second. Mm-hmm. And yet our brains can only, so let's go back to the sponge analogy. Our brains will only take in 126 of those bits plus or minus seven. That's right. From 2 million to 126. Because it's the way that our brain filters out the information. By the way, that's done at such an unconscious level, we don't even know. Mm -mm. But what our brain keeps, those 126 bits of data that we do keep, are the things that we have made a decision that are important to us. Right. And and we know that our, our brain hears it. Oh, yeah. Our brain hears it. But it's just does our brain take it in. So... Um, here's an example. If you've ever thought, um, you know, oh, I'm going to buy this car. I love this car. I, no, nobody has this car. And as soon as you drive off the lot, you see 10 of them on the way home. Yeah, I did that with the Armada. <laughs> Same thing. Armada, what's an Armada? Oh, yeah. Oh, other than my son-in-law talked about And now I'm like seeing them everywhere. everywhere. Right? It's Same because thing. it's our brain stopped filtering that out mm-hmm. and actually took it in. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it that we consciously have to let go of and what is the exercise that we might do um, in order to let our brain have stillness because mm-hmm. you know if you look back into ancient history and you use either spirituality you, you use the monks that go into silence oh, yeah. or you yeah, use absolutely. Jesus if yeah. he's part of your spirituality to go into silence yeah. they were not busy all the time mm-hmm. thinking about the next thing that they needed to go and accomplish yeah. what it was they needed yeah. to accomplish or they right they were constantly getting in the silence, meditating, and honestly, what's it like to just let the world, you know, let your thoughts come to you and yeah. be a part of you? Yeah. And that's yeah. part of what that I, I've, we've, got, we've gathered over these books and through mm-hmm. this speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Levi Lesko says, what was it, what is it that you don't miss or notice anymore? So once you've mm, wow. been Great in question. the silence. Mm. 
What are you not missing? Um, mm -hmm. I can tell you I've been practicing this over the past three weeks um, because I'm the avid put the AirPods in my ear mm -hmm. and clean out my closet or put right. the Air AirPods in my ear and decorate for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm getting a lot from that and I'm hearing great things. Well, it's good multitask. It's right. right multitasking. <laughs> Terry can say she read a book. Oh. At the end of the day, that's not so true. You know, right. I was not letting my brain deplete you know, some of the information that it had so that I could take in the information that I really needed. Right. So it was like you're listening to it, but we're not listening to it to actually do something with it, to mm -hmm. actually incorporate it in our lives. We're mm -hmm. listening to it and it's like, it's for knowledge sake. And so again, I'm going to geek out for you here for a second. So, you know, when you study the neurosciences and, and you look at your brain, if your brain has, if, if it just is hearing something, there's nothing that's being lit up in your brain. Mm -hmm. Yet, when you can listen to something and you gather an insight mm -hmm. and you're able to then take that and, and say, I want to be purposeful with this, you've just created new neural pathways in your brain. And that's how we, that's how we learn. That's how we can move forward. And so often, go. though, what we're doing is we're just taking in this information and it's just, we're just taking it in because we're, we're either, in this case, I would definitely be avoiding cleaning out my closet. And um, <laughs> you can ask my sister on that one. Um, I get her uh, to come over and to help me with it. But, you know, it's sometimes we're just doing that. We're filling our brain with things because we're not necessarily present in the moment. And mm -hmm. I think that's our key. Yeah. In fact, one of the things I wrote down is clarity is a place. It's not a thing. Ooh, God. Clarity is a place. Wow. And you can't get to clarity and live in it. Mm -hmm. If you don't clean it out first, right? Yeah, we got to wring out the sponge. <laughs> That's right. We got to wring out the sponge so that we can get the clarity about what do we want to take? What do we want to absorb and, and actually keep that will make our life better Will in, in whatever way? Maybe it's being present for the moment that you're in. Uh, maybe it's being present for what you're listening to, the book, and, or even just being present at something like a movie. Um, and it's, but it's being purposeful and it's being just present to yourself, yeah, right? Absolutely. Because when we say, when you become present and you start limiting the inputs, yes, uh, you know, there was there, whew. you know, even if I just lay in bed for five minutes in the morning and do nothing, yeah, lay there and just be still. That's a practice I had to go through to tell myself yeah. I could do it right. That was limiting right. and an input of, Oh, I got to pick my phone up and check oh, my email absolutely. or, yeah. Who messaged me on Facebook or right. who canceled for the day? Don't yeah. touch your phone. In fact, I created a practice where I don't check email until mm -hmm. 15 minutes before I start calls in the morning because my brain. Great practice. When you monitor your anxiety and you monitor where you're feeling it. Yep. The minute I start feeling it is when I start my day for work. So everything that has to happen before that moment that yeah. I pick up the first call. Right. It just is put off until right before. Yeah. And everything's taken care of the night yeah. before. In fact, one of the things that I heard last weekend was we are not the customer of social media. We are the product. <laughs> oh, my God. Social media. I let like that. that yeah, totally let that sink in. We are not the customer, but we are the product. Wow. And this is where so much uh, of our mindset challenges come in because it's where you start possibly feeling less than. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's like th this whole idea of limiting the input. You know, one of the things 
that you know I think about there mm-hmm. is I don't really watch the news. I, mm-hmm. I it's it's if I take in that input, what mm-hmm. that does in my brain and in my spirit, and you talk about the anxiety that gets created, and you know, and I've had this conversation with people in my world. They're like, "How do you stay informed?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "You know what? I I limit my input of that stuff because there's not anything that I can do in that moment to fix it, fix it, contribute to it, understand it, sometimes. understand it." And so I want to keep it to where what I want to limit my input so that my day to day things that I'm doing are things that actually enhance my world not create more anxiety, more fatigue. So Debbie, when we go back to this uh, fatigue of consumption mm. or consumption fatigue, maybe we should just start in, like as we kind of wrap this session up, we start thinking about what is one small step yeah. that we can do. It's kind of like a weight loss program or a health sure. program. You have yeah. to take one small step and it might there be walking five minutes a day. That's right. This is really kind of the same thing because whether you want to realize it or not, we're addicted to it. We are. We're addicted to inputting in our brains. I mean, how many of us are in training sessions monthly, reading one to two to 10 books, Mm -hmm. some people a month, not Terry. Um, And we keep thinking we got to keep filling our mind when honest to goodness, possibly. Yeah. We need to turn it off. Well, Um, and, and when we can really, when we can turn some of those things off, what it does is it allows us to really hear. It allows us to hear our inner voice. Mm -hmm. It allows us to hear maybe the spiritual voice. It allows us to truly hear and and not have it. It's kind of like have everything else being so loud that we can't hear that. Well, and in the mind body connection that you and mm. I talk about a lot, yeah. when you think about it and your brain is so full and gone. Yeah. And Debbie's heard me say this more than once. There are sometimes at the end of a day, I really just don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. I don't want to think yeah. anymore. I yeah. want to stare at something. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. my brain mentally is done. If you've never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we want to call it? Measured or monitored how much energy you have at the end of the day. A lot of the times it's not because of what your physical body did. No, it's because of what your mental. Yeah. In fact, what Levi said last weekend is your brain cannot tell even where you are sometimes or really who you really are. Wow. Because you get your brain so full, you start thinking you are something else or you start thinking in, you know, severe cases, you're not enough. Right. Maybe your life isn't worth enough. Mm-hmm. And if you're even at that point, that's where we know that you need to empty some things out and possibly yeah. get some help. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And you coming from the mental health industry, you totally yeah. understand that. He said right now there we we are we have leading, leading numbers in depression. Yep. Anxiety and it's not just generational driven, mm. although we see in the upcoming generations that's like right. we talked about on one of our right. po- podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, we have a very anxious, we're in a very anxious society, and right. we're not real sure where that came from. It's the drive to get to the next thing. Well, that and and just what you said earlier about social media, you know, we've become the product of that, and so many of our youth have become the product. It's what they use to compare themselves with, and they're mm-hmm. not, they're constantly having input, so they don't, they're not practicing the silence. So let's let's talk about maybe a couple of things that that okay. we have experienced. I love first of all, the number one is I love that idea. I, I too have a period of time when, you know, whether the alarm goes off or I've just, I've just allowed myself to wake up if I have that luxury for that day, taking just 
five minutes, maybe not even five minutes, if you can start with one minute, to set your intention for the day. Like, what is it, what is it that you want to do? And just be in silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a similar practice, right? I've set an intention. I don't know what your practice is of what you do in the morning first thing. Mine is just be still about nothing. Okay. Be still. Yeah. I mean, it, my, when you say be still, I, I challenge you guys to try it. Try to just be still and yeah. not let your brain go vroom, you yeah. know, into orbit about I used to go, I got to get up. I jump out of bed yeah. and I go right, oh, right into, to doing things. I got to do yep. this. I got to do I this. Agree. The mental lists were going crazy. Yeah. And that's where we lose touch of our identity of who sure. we are when we start creating all those mental lists. In fact, one of the challenges I would say, Debbie, is start at creating what your new identity needs to look like for next yeah. year. Or in who, 2020, who yeah. do you want to be? Who, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Mm-hmm. I love that. Without all the input. Sure. You want to be there, there you go. Yeah. And journaling, of course. Now, mm-hmm. uh, we, we like to do two ways of journaling. Uh, <laughs> we like journaling, uh, writing, but we have a favorite thing. And Terry, I know you just love this. So I'm going to let you share what we, what we now do a lot of verbal journaling, <laughs> verbal journaling, <laughs> verbal journaling. And sometimes, you know, when, when you come to a call with your coach and you just start Yeah, you don't even know what you're saying. You're just talking. You're not like throwing up on your coach or causing them challenges. You're just you're just getting it out there. You're verbal journaling what you probably should be writing down. It's just coming out of your mouth. There you go. So I would start saying what 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 key things can I start writing down? Yeah, and honestly, just cultivate that silence. And and it's one thing to say get up and take a minute, take five minutes, start verbal journaling, start journaling. It's another thing to go back and go, okay, I've been doing it for a week. Yeah. What am I noticing? And this yeah. is where Debbie's the expert. Am I feeling it in my heart? She calls mm-hmm. it chakras, but like, where mm-hmm. am I feeling it? Yep. And then start noticing the changes you're developing in your physiology. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've already noticed. It's quite it's a few. yeah, it's it's amazing. And and just a couple of other things. If you're if you're one that just feels like you're kind of in that saturation point with work or maybe other things. So a couple of other strategies that have worked really well for me. Sometimes I just if you've got a bunch of ideas swirling in your head, mm-hmm. um, I, I call it mind mapping. I don't I don't know what other people would call it, but I, I simply have a I have a door in my house. I usually hide it, so it's usually in my closet. Um, and I'll just take the topics of an idea and I get post-it notes. And I just pop it up there. And it may be like, I may be on my way to the kitchen and all of a sudden I get an idea. So I just write it on the post-it note and I just stick it on the door. And then I'm getting it out though. Yeah. And that's what's great. It's like I'm getting it out and it's, it's a brain not swirling. Dump. It is. It's a brain dump. And so that really helps. So you can just use post-it notes and just start putting some ideas out there. And that kind of helps me eliminate some things or at least gives me, okay, here's what here's what gives me some order. Mm-hmm. Um what, what other one, Terry, do you want to make a recommendation of? Well, I think, too, this understanding of um, accepting that you have enough. You know, oh, one of the things cool. I've been going yeah. through in this class that uh, Debbie and I have been participating in is to understand that what has gone into my brain, the things that I've been practicing, it's enough mm-hmm. for what I need. I don't need to keep reading to get more. I probably yeah. have enough. Yeah, to get through my daily life, and that's—I'm sure. not saying don't have big goals. I'm just right. saying, yeah, take what you've got and be able to put it to use. Yeah, and there are examples all throughout, you know, the past few years of people that have gone through things and have used this technique and understand it. So, 
Yeah. Um, I, I do want to go back and make sure that you guys do understand that there, there are a couple of books that we're referencing and I always want to make sure we get. Yeah, absolutely. And that was stillness is the key by Ryan holiday. And I declare war by Levi Lesko. Yeah. So some great resources yeah. there. So, well, and, uh, and I referenced fierce conversations. Yes. So I'll just go ahead and put that fierce conversations with Susan Scott. And one of the principles of that is let silence do the heavy lifting. So as we wrap up our stillness and our silence, we want to encourage you guys uh, to do the same. And we want to just thank you for listening to the Matters of Influence podcast. And we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And for more on us and this podcast, you can join our Matters of Influence Facebook page. And uh, you can also go to our information site at mattersofinfluence.com. Yeah. And we invite you to rate the podcast as well and give it a review. You guys have been doing a great job of that yeah, recently. Thank you. Thank you very much. That helps it get exposure. So until next time, keep it real and be the best you that you can be.